about to feed them to the sharks right now. Get them hype right now. Yeah. You know the ground is up. Yeah. Everybody that trains, you know the game. Yeah. So let's get it. Uh. Slap it up, bump it, and roll. Hey. Yeah, that's the way that it go. Ain't no better way to better yourself in this game. You're feeling the growth. That's, that's time on the mat. We put in the work. Believe it ain't easy, I know. But we train for the love of the game, the love of the art. Now slap it up, bump it, let's roll. Let's roll. Welcome to episode 81 of the BJJ Campaign Podcast. My name is Jeff Boone. I'm an A3, blue belt, three stripes. Phil Kors, A2, blue belt, two stripes. Um, Philly, you're noticeably not as amped up today as you normally are. No coffee for five days. Wow. Doing cocaine now. <laughs> Joke, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, he is not doing cocaine. He's got way too addictive of a personality for cocaine. That's true. Yeah, I can't afford that. <laughs> um, yeah, no, wanted to try to do a reset because um, spending a lot of time at home around the coffee machine hasn't been good. <laughs> I'm waking up earlier just so I can get at it earlier. Um, so, yeah, doing a little reset with uh, just some green teas. Today, zero. Zero caffeine at all. Noticed any improvement in your workouts? No. No. Okay. No, trying well, to trying to trying to do those in the morning. Uh-huh. Um to kind of fill the void of not just chugging coffee all morning. Right. Yeah. That's weird that you just can't have two cups like normal people. Nope. No, I <laughs> Like a lot more. I like to do it until I'm like that. Two cups is good. Four cups is better. Yeah. You just keep going. You just keep going. The problem is it tastes really good and I don't really drink anything else. You, you're you one of those weirdos who just likes hot liquid. Yeah, yeah. No, like, and I don't like it, other drinks. Like, I don't like soda. And yeah, I don't no, like, no. Uh, like, fruit juices are kind of okay. Yeah. Like, I'll drink orange juice sometimes. But yeah, it's like a lot of sugar. And then um, Molly got a thing to make orange juice and I watched her do it once and I was like, I'm never doing that. That is so much work. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That was a lot of work. And uh, yeah, I don't know. So all I drink is water and black coffee and the, I like the electrolyte water though. Electrolyte water is very good. I do drink that usually like twice a day. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so like coffee's kind of like my treat and the addiction all at the same time. So that's mm-hmm. probably why it's not so good. Right. You know? And I might be overdoing it. So I thought yeah, this was a good for sure. thought this was a good experiment to do with myself. Well, kudos to you for uh, breaking that habit. It sucks. <laughs> uh, but uh one thing one topic that I wanted to bring up, you know, with with uh the current environment of what's going on. We're for those of you who are wondering, we're in the state of North Carolina. The state of North Carolina is slowly opening back up. We're able to, um, you know, congregate in small groups, groups of less than 10. Um, still not able to go back to the academy yet, but that's coming really soon. Um, but one of the things, you know, that jujitsu has taught me is, and I've said it before, is the indirect approach um, to everything. Um, I was way more into the direct approach to everything um, until I started doing jujitsu. And 
one of the things that that this whole situation with with um, with training the academies being closed and all that stuff is that there you know out of every um, tough situations we find ways to grow and I think that that just I mean even in our own academy um, John being able to consistently put out online content with both the uh, with the Muay Thai program with the uh, um, jiu-jitsu fundamentals program with jiu-jitsu mastery program or advanced class whatever you want to call it um, you know stuff in kids class to be able to consistently put out content and see the people with their families on the zoom calls doing that and also posting that how valuable is that to have uh, not just you know you can always look up techniques on youtube right but to have the way that that your system teaches uh, whatever that that is uh, to be able to go back and reference that if you have questions about a technique i think that's super valuable right and i think that's something that's come out of this um entire situation and it's something that i'm i'm really happy to have i think that's a, a tremendous resource for us yeah and we've done instructionals and stuff in the past where we watch and then we try to try to do it but we don't know what we don't know, you know? So being able to get feedback basically in the same situation versus when you're just watching an instructional and trying to figure it out. Um, the feedback obviously helps that move along a lot faster, you know? Yeah, for sure. And, um, another thing, I don't know if you've seen this. I don't know. Do you follow Tom to on the gram? Yeah. He's uh, been Facebook. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, he, he's been doing, um, online seminars and what I love about it, it's like 15 bucks for, and he keeps it to 50 people or less so that he said, I'm not going to open it up to more because I can't answer all of the questions if I have a hundred people in there. Okay. Yeah. Uh, which I can't wait. I, I want to, I want us to do that. Um, do one of those, but man, they kind of sell out like as soon as he puts them up. Yeah, probably, you yeah. know? Um, but I like his teaching style. Like I like his half guard domination, that, that whole yeah. thing. I think that was super helpful, uh, of an instructional. Um, but I think that this is just, there's some, there are some academies that are not going to make it through this. Um, well, Tom, Thomas, before going that way, but Thomas said he's noticed a lot of people that would never try it, trying it, you know, like if the family members or whatever in the house are, you know, going to help out because you need somebody to work with and they get to kind of get a feel for a little bit of what's going on and what you're doing when you go to class in a much less threatening manner. You know, you're just doing it in your living room. So that, I can see how that really opens it up for a lot more a lot more exposure to other people who wouldn't ever try it or even think to try it. I didn't it. even think about that, but that, and that's he's a saying great he's noticing a lot of that, and you know he's noticing. And this, <clears throat> he said there was one post where he noticed a lot of the people that are consistently doing the Zoom classes are like, you know, not his top competitors and stuff, and and he thinks he thinks a lot more people are comfortable. What I got out of what he was saying was a lot more people comfortable doing it in their own home. Which is similar to people who don't want to go work out in a gym, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no, totally agree. I mean, I mean, there is something to be said for it. Uh, um, Cause he said he's going to keep doing this. 
Oh no, he's he, uh, he said worldwide. He's he's doing this worldwide. So basically, all because he's got I don't know how many. I don't want to quote. I don't. I mean, usually I'll take a stab at any number. I'll just make something up. But I don't know how many gems is a Tom DeBlas affiliate. But I have a feeling there's probably quite a few. Mm-hmm. But I think that that's going to be one of his like value adds to if you're part of a Tom DeBlas school, you're going to be able to, you know, attend these. Um, these Zoom classes and um, have that. I think that's tremendously valuable. Just yeah. like I think John doing our classes is tremendously valuable to us. You know? Yeah, and I've been watching zero of uh, jujitsu stuff. I just I haven't been watching anything. But I think Hoist crazy. We're on the opposite schedule on that. Yeah, Hoist is doing the same thing as Tom is doing. So have you seen oh, yeah. any of Hoist's stuff? Um, did, is he actually doing technique or was he just doing question and answer? I haven't watched anything. I haven't either. I know it was posted because he was doing seminars and stuff. I would assume he was doing some techniques. Okay. Um, I just, I haven't It was watched. like Friday at 9 p.m. or something. I wasn't. It's not a good seminar time for you? Not great from my schedule. <laughs> Usually okay. a couple deep by, yeah. by Friday at 9 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay. But yeah, I think, and I think a lot of people are doing them cause it, you sent me a link to Marcelo Garcia doing something similar. And yep. I, yeah, I think that's, Oh, that was a cool, that was actually, uh, that was really cool. Um, Ricardo Laborio was doing something for black belt magazine to benefit the, um, I'm, I'll get this wrong and I'm sorry. I apologize in advance. The warrior foundation, uh, benefit, um, black belt. So he had on, he had Rafael Lovato, Junior on. He had Marcelo Garcia. He had Tom DeBlas. He had just a bunch of different people that came on and talked. And that was super valuable, man. I I enjoyed watching that. Mm. It was really good. Um, yeah, it was, I, I think if you go to Black Belt Magazine Facebook page, I think they have all of them posted. Never even heard of that. Yeah. Yep. Is that a, is it an actual magazine or is it all online now? No, it's an actual magazine. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, nobody gets fucking magazines anymore. When's the, last time, when's the last time you even looked at a magazine? Well, okay, so I'll be honest with you here. I have looked at a magazine because for Christmas, my good buddy Russell down in Atlanta got, you know, he's a little bit older. Yeah. You know? A little bit. And, uh, and he got me a subscription to Bike Magazine, and I have looked through those. It's crazy. It's kind of weird. Because, like, even... I went to the doctor, but, but yeah, I find whenever I, I, I try in the waiting to, room, I'm in the, yeah. I'm on the phone. I try, I find whenever I try to pinch and make the pictures bigger in a yeah, magazine, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Yeah. It's weird. And then when you want to send it to your friend, you just rip the page out. <laughs> <laughs> make a paper. <laughs> That's terrible. Yeah, magazines are worthless now. They're terrible. Yeah. yeah terrible. Con- I mean, but I don't yeah. even know the last time I even opened, like grabbed one and like looked through it. Honestly, if he wouldn't have got me. It, it would have, if he wouldn't have got me that subscription, it would have at least been it's a while. six, seven years. It's a while. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes in the store, whenever I'm passing the magazine aisle and I see a cool car, I'll pick it up and look at the car. But then I'll just go back and look it up online yeah. <laughs> so that I can see it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. The last time I looked at one that I have no idea. Magazines, newspapers, by the way of the dinosaur. It's fine. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, um, I think the online stuff, though, I I hope that continues because I think that's a good way for people to. But again, there's no way. 
there's no way to like really train only at home, you know? No. So it's not a permanent thing, but I think it would be really good for a lot of introductory stuff. Cause like, I think that's what's so good about those like P90X kind of things where people can kind of get a feel for like working out and then mm-hmm. kind of get some confidence with you can do it and then kind of make your way into a gym or, or something. We were talking about those the other night mm-hmm. where they're just getting harder and they're harder. So hard. Yeah. Those workouts and like, it's a scam. Th- there's going to be one that's going to be like, get all your workout in four minutes. Boom. And it's just going to be absolutely impossible to do. Yeah. But people can't return it because they're like, did you do the no, workout? No, you can't so return it. No. <laughs> but everybody wants a four-minute workout. Yeah. Doesn't work, folks. You can't get fit in four minutes. You do four-minute rounds. Well, but that's rounds. Yeah, that's true. Not right. one round. All right, fine. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it, you know, like I said, I think that I think that martial arts academies and jujitsu academies have been doing a great job thus far, but I think I really do believe this value add of the people who adopt this online culture and content are going to grow at a faster rate than are the ones that aren't doing that. Because again, you get the additional value of, Hey, if someone in your home asks you what you're doing, we'll check it out. We'll just do a lesson together. Right. Do something simple, you know, break fall, whatever it is that 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 you pick out. Um, but I think that that's going to spur even more growth, uh, and and I think people are hungry to get back to training. Uh, yeah, I would say so. You know, uh, and get back to seeing all their friends and and people that they train with on a regular basis. So, um, so yeah, looking forward to that. Uh, um, you know, what, whatever state you're in, however you're opening up, um, you know, I guess you, you just got to go by your own criteria. Uh, you know, there's like that Tom, and, and this is something that I think is absolutely hilarious, but in New Jersey where Tom DeBlas is, they're making them wear masks if they're training. Oh, really? Yeah. First off, I see the benefit of that because if you restrict that breathing, it's going to make your cardio better, isn't it? I guess. I don't know. I don't know, maybe. But it's just hilarious. I mean. They actually have to wear masks? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Um, probably not going to exercise that option. Uh, anyway, I won't get any further into that (laughs) other than to say um there was a thread i think it was on i can't remember what you know group it was in but the guy was saying hey i've really fallen out of shape during this whole quarantine thing what do you guys think about getting back into shape before you go into train jujitsu so what do you think about that it's totally gonna happen So it happens every time. If you know, you've gotten to be a fat slob over two months <laughs> that you haven't been training and not doing anything, you're probably better off just going back to jujitsu and getting in jujitsu shape from jujitsu. Yeah. That is. Because you obviously lack discipline. That's hard, man. You fat slob. I'm just bored. I'm just going to go get something to eat while I watch this show. I'm just bored. 
there's no other exercise that's fun. I know it. I know. Like I know. You, you took Push away. Push-ups are not fun. You took away the only exercise that's fun. Right. Turkish get-ups, not fun. No. What is that? Turkish. You've never seen a Turkish get-up. Heard of it? Come on. Where you lay down on the floor, you have a kettlebell, you like put one arm up, you go, and just kind of like you, you kind of like stand in base mm-hmm. with it, but like. Don't you hold it for, over your head? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. do. But it's thir- like I'll use a thirty-five. That's probably not that much weight. It's, probably people are gonna be like you pussy, but whatever. It's still hard. <laughs> it's still hard to do. Um, are you doing it? Uh, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Just I mean, can't stay this jacked without doing something. That's Phil. true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but but just you know, if you've fallen so far out of shape by not doing jujitsu, just get in and do jujitsu. I think that's probably the. I think everybody's a little worse shape, and but like, yeah, if you're asking that question, probably haven't been very good. You've not been good. No, <laughs> not good at all. <laughs> I was like, dude, what? How do you let your? I mean, I guess you can. I don't know. I can't. No, I don't think it would be that hard if you two months of eating terrible. <laughs> that would. <laughs> two months, 30 pounds? Yeah, no, it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Uh, but yeah, get back in and do jujitsu. Um, so at this point, let's talk about something uh, based upon a topic, and that is um, rolling. With upper belts. Etiquette. Rolling with upper belts. Phil, what do you follow? What rule set do you follow? The same one. Heel hooks in the gi? I don't know how to do heel hooks. <laughs> Can't heel hook anywhere, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> I, same way. I just try to do what I think I can do and see what works and what doesn't. Ask questions. No, for sure. Ask questions. You know what? Little tip I glean from the internet from this is that uh, if you're lower belt rolling with an upper belt, pay attention to the first movements that they do. Because, and what I've noticed is in, in looking at this, seeing online content is they always get their grips. Like, don't let them make their grips first. You get your grips first. Mm-hmm. It's never going to happen. But that's one thing to really, whenever it starts, try to get your grips, try to get in that positive position from the very start. Um, I was thinking about like, if there is like how to look up, like passing the guard without better grips, you know? <laughs> it's under magic. Yeah. Yeah. Like how you, like that, that was like the, the question I'm wondering is like, if I'm on the defensive of trying to pass and I'm fighting grips, at what point can I move forward or without having the grip? Is if your grip is better than their grip. Yeah, because like I'm, 
not going to win the gripping exchange, but like, is it possible to, to advance if I can like clear most of the grips? And nullify. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good question. I mean, it takes somebody who's way better jujitsu than me. Yeah, I feel like what they're going to say is like, yeah, then once you clear their grips, you establish your grips, but it just doesn't work for me. (laughs) I get it. It just doesn't happen. I get it. Yeah. I get it. That's the difference in different belts is they know when and, and how to get the grips. And I guess the other thing I don't understand is. Or it just takes too long, like, for me to make the next connection. Mm-hmm. Like, if I if I start and I know what I want to do, and they stop that from happening, like, if I want to do a knee cut and they get their knee in because my elbow wasn't close, and, like, can push me away. Like, I know I want to go to the next step. X-pass. Of that, maybe. But in the time it takes me to make that transition they already have blocked that one. Mm. Like I can't, I'm not going to be able to to finish that. Then you take them over the other side. Yeah. Bring them back, reset. I mean, that's what they do when they're passing my guard. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I guess the thing is like, how do you, and I guess that comes back to like what AJ said when she was talking at Origin. She's like, you just go. You just do your kneecap pass and you just go. Like you stop trying to like find the perfect grip and everything, which I think has helped a lot with like my balance and everything. Like I can stand up in the guard for a while mm-hmm. and like, you know, deal with fighting and stuff, but I never advance, mm-hmm. you know? And I don't know if, if that would be what I should go back to trying to do. I think that's a very important lesson and upper belts have told me that many times before is you've got, don't, don't sit there and try to perfect the grip. If you get a grip, go, you know, Mm -hmm. just go because you're giving them time to adjust. Cause when you make that first grip, they know what the hell you're doing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, I mean, we don't, but they do. Right. You know, and something on some things we do know, but, but, um, but yeah, that making the grip and go, it makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense to me because that, you know, it, it, you want it to be perfect whenever you're, um, drilling, but whenever you're amidst, you know, a competition or training, there, very rarely is anything going to be perfect. There, and like, there's sometimes that I'm like confident with like my gripping, like if, it's on the back and I mm-hmm. reach in with my hand. I feel if the person's around my skill level, mm-hmm. I feel as though like there's a high chance that I'm going to put my hand in a position that I can like choke someone, you know, like I feel like my, my hand is going to land with a decent grip. Mm-hmm. It may not be perfect or whatever, but like I know where it's going to go. I guess it comes back to I just need to drill more and practice it. I don't know. Well, I mean, I think that's the, I mean, that's the real benefit of positional sparring is that you get, whenever you train those back attacks, your back attacks are going to be better than what the rest of your game is if you train those in positional sparring more. 
You know yeah. what I mean? And you, maybe your back attacks are on a higher level than than what your guard passing is on. I, 100% your back attacks are on a higher level than your guard <laughs> passing. Um, but but uh, you, you know what I mean? Like, like yeah. if you find yourself training there more, you, I mean, that's all it is, is exposure. Plus, there's more variabilities to passing than there is to attacking the back, I believe. Because yeah. you, you you don't have, whenever you're attacking the back, you don't have to worry about defending anything. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you're passing the guard, you have to worry about defending things. There's attacks that they can be doing. Yeah. So there's sweeps, there's submissions, all this. Whenever you're on somebody's back, all you have to worry about is them escaping. Right? You don't have as many things cluttering your mind. Yeah, it seems like the passing, that can either be at each hand or each foot on each of my limbs at mm-hmm. any time. And And all you're trying to do is get an overload situation, meaning that you've got more limbs, two hands and a head, and you restrict their limbs. In other words, not allowing if you trap their hand or whatever, Mm -hmm. whenever you're on your back, then you've got a three on two situation, you know, to try to get to that advantageous situation. That was my best Danaher impression there. That's good. That's good. You have had your coffee. I have had my coffee. (laughs) Yes, I have. (laughs) Yes, I have, Phil. Somebody's got to be energetic in this conversation. I'm fired up. (laughs) I'm fired up about this. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so so, you were talking about grips. I kind of went my own way. No, no, no. I don't. You know, grip. I think. I think we beat grips to death. I think it's super important. I think that we don't know what we don't know on those, and I think that we've got to act faster whenever we're rolling with upper belts. Whenever we get a po- positive set of grips, we just got to go, you know, and it wor- It does work. I mean, it, it does work sometimes. But uh, the other thing I kind of wanted to hit on with this is, um, man, uh, you just like rolling with anybody that the upper belt is going to mirror your intensity. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So if you're going in there, balls to the wall expect that same energy to come back to you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and man, certainly you can do that. I've, I've certainly done that to my detriment before, but, uh, <laughs> against legs early on, that was hilarious. Um, but, but, uh, but you know, it, it just, just remember that the, even with people of your belt, if you come in with a higher intensity, they're going to ramp up that intensity as well, you know, and be prepared, be prepared to deal with that intensity because guess what? They're better than you at jujitsu. I mean, <laughs> they've been doing it longer, you know, they're better than you. It's going to happen. So, you know, do get whatever you want out of the role, but also man, communication is so key in just being able to, after the role is over, you know, in between rounds saying, all right, here's, look, this is the situation I was in, whether it's the passing, whether you say, you know, I, I kind of had the, I kind of had your gi grip. You stripped it quicker than I could do it. Get the advice from the upper belt. Cause they're always, I mean, in my, in my experience, they're always willing to share, you know, things that could help because they want better training partners. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You usually try to ask why you did or didn't do something yeah. and see like 
because sometimes I'm expecting you to do something and then you don't do it and that'll throw me off on what I was trying to accomplish. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I always, and most of the time, like for me, I'm not an upper belt, but for me, most of the time, if you try to do something and I don't do have any responses because I don't want to do what you want me to do. And I know what you want me to do. Right. Yeah. I mean that I just, I don't go one step further. You know that I, (laughs) but yeah, no, I, I, there have been times that we've talked and I've asked you after a round or even in the middle of it, that like you didn't do, I thought you were going to be doing this and then you changed up and did something else and it worked for you, but I thought the right move at the time would have been something else. So I'll ask about it. And Uh I think Joey told me once when I was asking him why he didn't do something and he was like, I don't really know but I knew you wanted me to do it. Yeah. So I just didn't do that. And I was like, okay, fair enough. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, clearly if somebody's steering you in one direction, yeah, it's, it's not the direction you want to go. Sometimes I'm super subtle. I never see it coming. <laughs> not so much. <laughs> what other rules do you have? Um, be respectful. Right. You know, I mean, I think that's with anybody. It, it, I don't, you know, I don't, now that I think about this, this isn't really just with upper belts. It's just. So like I said earlier, the same. It is the same, isn't it? Yeah. It's the same. Try hard. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, you, so here's something. Here's something I do. Like whenever I'm getting put in a bad position, sometimes I just play dead. You mm-hmm. know? <laughs> just wait there. I just play dead. Yeah. I'm like, all right, if I don't respond in any way, he can't do anything. It's not true, by the way, Phil. It's just what my mind thinks <laughs> whenever I go into the play dead yeah. scenario. Yeah. And I pay I pay super close attention to where they're going next. It's like, like whatever they're doing it, you know, what grips they're doing and where, where their feet are going and stuff yeah. like that. And, and then sometimes they'll just stop there. Like, are you are okay? You, are you all right? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Why? They're like, You're not really moving. I'm like, cause I know you want me to move. I don't want to move. I don't want to do what you want me to do. Yeah. <laughs> so play dead sometimes. Might help. Slow things down. May give you a breath. (laughs) Slow things down. (laughs) (laughs) That may be my worst advice ever on this. Slow things down and play possum. Works every time. (laughs) Yeah, you know. I mean, I've done it when I'm like super tired, and it's like I'm not really even super tired. I just want to. I just want to see what's going on for a second. Well, I'll stop almost a lot of times when I'm in a new position to me or Mm -hmm. like I used to do this a lot but like just I don't know what to do next so I'm kind of I'm literally just waiting to see what you're gonna do Mm -hmm. because I I don't know what to do and Mm -hmm. you know I would just see what they did and try to remember it later Mm. so then I have an idea of how to react or what to react against because sometimes when I would just end up entangled somewhere and I'm like I I don't even you know no, so, I know. I, know so I, I would stop a lot early on for that reason. I think it's important, man. I mean, I think that's, I mean, I think depending where you're at, you know, 
in what you're doing. If you're white belt, it, it actually is not a bad idea, you know, to just kind of regain your bearings and be like, all right, so what's going on here? What is actually happening before you get submitted or whatever? Um, I don't, I don't think that's a bad idea. And then kind of learn from that. So, hmm. yeah, I think we beat that one to death. Um, much like the or other. Or is it just playing dead? <laughs> it's good. <laughs> right. So, Gordon Ryan update. Let's hear it. If you're not watching. Don't you need a Flow Grappling account? Yes. Well, then nobody's watching it. it Roasted Flow Grappling. <laughs> uh, yeah, you do. You have to pay for the whole year up front. Like, that's kind of dumb. You? Yeah, you're like locked in for a whole year. I didn't know. I thought it was like 11 bucks a month. Yeah, for every single month. Yeah. Yeah, um, I don't care. I'm still... No, I know. I, I had uh, looked into it once, and I, I didn't like how they did their structuring and stuff. Well, and, during this quarantine, I wouldn't have been able to watch like six hours a day of jujitsu if I didn't have a flow grappling account. So that's true. they've been really Johnny on the spot on this quarantine stuff, you know? Yeah. And so uh, if you do have a flow grappling account, I highly encourage you to watch the King Ryan TV show because he... It's kind of a lazy nickname. Kind of, yeah. You can go out and say it. It is a lazy nickname. Whatever, man. He's the best. Why wouldn't you do whatever you want? I'm just saying. I'm just saying he could have put more thought into that. He could have. I have a feeling they're just paying and throwing him cash, you know? And it's like, all right, we'll just do this. Who is? Flow Grappling. Oh, yeah. I know. They yeah. are. Yeah. Yeah. Making it rain for Gordon Ryan. Um, for sure. And he'll take it. Um, uh, but uh, he's had he's had great guests on there. Uh, recently, he had Henry Cejudo on there, which I thought was interesting. And how they met was Henry Cejudo came to ADCC. And I didn't even know this. Uh, by the way, Henry Cejudo... Uh, 125 was it 125 125 and 135 pound um ufc champ uh just beat dominic cruz um for that and uh the youngest olympic uh, the youngest american olympic gold medalist ever he won olympic gold at 20 years old he was on the team with daniel cormier um yep he was on the wrestling team with daniel cormier and who else um oh Oh, your boy, your boy, Ben Askren. That's right. Yeah. How did they do in those Olympics? I have no idea. They did terrible. That's how they did. They didn't. Nobody else placed. Oh, was, oh, was the only one? bright spot in that whole 19 or 2010. Well, wait, 2008, I think. 2008. Yeah. 2008. Yeah. That was it. Uh, Olympic team. Um, but he, he, he met Gordon. At the ADCC, and I didn't realize Henry Cejudo does zero jujitsu. I think that's insane, being an M- MMA. But I guess it just shows whenever you have, you know, if you can always take the guy down and be on top, you don't need jujitsu. You punch the guy in the face. Yeah, no, that's what it proves in yeah. MMA for sure. You yeah. know, um, but he saw he saw how dominant Gordon was, and you know wanted to talk to him, and. Um, and so they kind of got to be friends. He was on a show. And I just, I thought it was interesting. They, 
they brought up a point you might agree or disagree. Everybody knows I'm a Gordon Ryan dick rider. I don't, I don't care. I don't make any bones about it. I like him. I think he's trying to bring, uh, I think he's trying to bring people to the sport of jujitsu mm-hmm. and to the art of jujitsu. And so whatever the tactics he's using that people don't agree with, I don't care. Um, as long as he gets more training partners. Um, but what, uh, what um, Henry and he were talking about was that whenever, you know, they're, they feel like they're the best in the world. And, and whenever you're on that path, all you want to do is match up with the people who feel that they're the best in the world too. Mm-hmm. And that that's, that's the, and I think they're right. And knowing that they can lose, right? I mean, the feeling that they can win, but knowing, especially in MMA, that anything can happen. I think Gordon Ryan's a little less worried about that than Henry Cejudo is with, with all the tools that you have in the arsenal with MMA. But that, that 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 leads to a level of humility that few people experience because they haven't been in that situation. And I think that, I think that was a super interesting point. I encourage everyone to... At least, I think Flow Grappling has put a few um, clips on YouTube from that mm-hmm. uh, King Ryan show. Uh, I would encourage you to to, to listen to it because I thought it was a, a really interesting um, a really interesting point. And got, like like him or love him, Gordon Ryan is trying to get the matches with yeah because you're not going to hate him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> me, I love him, but uh, but you're not going to get. he's going, he's trying to get matches in any way that he can with the best people in the world. And they're all dodging him. Every one of them. Mm -hmm. And you know, that that's a shame. It's like that. It's like the Mayweather Pacquiao took, you know, what, 12 years to get that fight going when Pacquiao was well past his prime. That's probably a good, good ploy by Mayweather, but you know, it in jujitsu doesn't have to be that way. Yeah. I like to see him go up against whoever. Yeah, same here. Same here. Um, Philly, it feels good to be back in the seat, back in the saddle here. Uh, you got anything else for us? No, I think that was an interesting topic about Sehudo saying he doesn't do any jiu-jitsu, but mm. I think it goes back to like, you don't need jiu-jitsu for the most part. You would be able to take somebody down and send them out and punch them in the head a couple of times if you had to and hold them down. Mm. Somebody like me, it's never going to happen. Mm. So jiu-jitsu is more beneficial for the self-defense aspect more than just the straight up attacking aspect with the, with the guard and everything else. So yeah, I think it makes, maybe not make sense, but like not as shocking to hear that somebody who's like the best in the world that, taking somebody his own size down to the ground and controlling him yeah. for a pin doesn't need to have a guard. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, you're right. And the other, the, the last point I wanted to make on this too was, um, Gordon and Henry, I think are going to do an instructional on, um, takedowns for jujitsu. Mm-hmm. So they're going to collaborate on that. I thought that was really good. That may be something that may be the next one. What? He's got a lot scheduled. He's got the whole open guard one. He's he's 
been talking about doing forever. I should release. He already he already released it Friday. Oh, it did. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even see anything about it. Okay. I think so. Yeah, I think it was Friday. Okay, I thought. Oh wait, was it back attacks? I think that's. I think that's what he did first because I yeah, thought he was back saying attacks, it's like. I'm sorry, it wasn't open. He June is doing or something it. for an open guard one. Yeah, he. Is I can't even imagine how long that's going to be. I don't know. I don't know. That's probably going to be like seven hundred dollars. Could be. Yeah, maybe. I'll buy it. Um. <laughs> I, yeah, I, it's like you like I'd want. I'm interested to see it. Yeah. But at the same time, I know I'm not going to make it through all that. Mm-mm. No. It's too yeah, much shit. It's, it's just like, you know, hey, Danaher Dana answered me whenever I posted on his, you know, about just taking in the pieces that you can and coming back and using it as a, as a library resource, you know? Yeah, I mean. So you get the pieces from it you can and then keep it there. You know, you're always going to have it. So what's the matter? I guess so. Yeah. Same as going to class. Yep. Not quite, but yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I am. It is. It's the same. You're going to pick up whatever pieces you can and that's it. Yeah, you're right. Not much I can do about my brain. Right. Refusing to cooperate and remember everything. Right. Yep. And now we'll have video resources for that. Bam. It's true. With that, Philly. Neuralink. Uh, what? Neuralink. Oh, man. I can't wait till it just uploads to my brain and I know what to yeah. do in every situation. I will. I, listen. I know you will. I am all in on that <laughs> technology, baby. Did you listen to his new one on Joe Rogan? I, I, I haven't yet. yet. Okay. I will, though. He was also on Lex Friedman a couple times. Yeah, I listened to those. Musk for those out there who are have been in a cave for a couple years. <laughs> um uh, Philly, tell the, the folks how they can support us if they choose to do so. Um, share the podcast with all your friends. That's it. Yeah. Buy a rash card. Rash cards are cool. I mean, but don't buy an extra large or two extra large because we don't really. Have oh, we're out of those. Yeah, we're yeah. out of those. Um, so all my under two hundred pound people buy a rash card. Yeah, exactly. Also. Um, Role model camp, uh, all women's camp. I think it's rescheduled for. I know they rescheduled it. I don't August. know. I don't know what the rules are on. Well, go look it up and apply the BJJ campaign podcast code for a nice discount. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what that discount was. It's, yeah. 15%. <laughs> I don't even want to say. <laughs> you already did. You'll get a you discount. I don't know yeah. what that discount is. They have really good instructors and stuff. I've listened to some of the podcasts they've had with the instructors on, and I've liked that. The Beauty and the Gee podcast. Beauty and the Gee podcast. Shout out to them. Um, um, Also, shirts. We have shirts available. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Check it out. T-shirts, sweatshirts, if you need one for the summer. We haven't been doing much activity in the uh, Facebook group other than Patrick posting memes. Thank you, Patrick. Patrick's carrying. Uh Oh, and AJ posted James wearing the uh, rest card in his Zoom class. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, uh, but if you're not out there doing something to make yourself better each and every day, get out there and do it. Phil and I choose jujitsu. We hope you do too. I'm about to feed him to the sharks right now. Get him hyped right now. Yeah. You know the ground is up. Yeah. Everybody that trains, you know the game. Yeah. 
So let's get it. Slap it up, bump it, and roll. Yeah, that's the way that it goes. Ain't no better way to better yourself in this game. You're feeling the growth. That's time on the mat. We put in the work. Believe it ain't easy, I know. But we train for the love of the game, the love of the art. Now slap it up, bump it, let's roll. Let's roll.